In the early 1980s, a Harvard University biologist named Edward O. Wilson proposed a theory called biophilia, stating that humans are instinctively drawn towards their natural surroundings. Many parents today, however, would question this theory as they watch their kids express a clear preference for sitting on a couch in front of a screen over playing outside. Richard Louvre, author of the book, Last Child in the Woods, Saving Our Children from Nature Deficit Disorder, shared the story of interviewing a child who told him that he liked playing indoors more than outdoors because that's where all the electrical outlets are. Well, most studies agree that kids who play outside are smarter, happier, more attentive, and less anxious than kids who spend more time indoors. Spending time outdoors isn't just enjoyable, it's also necessary. Spending time with nature can build a child's confidence, owing to the fact that there is less structure as compared to most indoor sports. Children can choose how they interact with nature, manage their own actions responsibly. For example, they can learn that they must take care of living things around them to keep them alive so they're not harsh or aggressive. Nature may seem less stimulating than a video game. However, in reality, it activates more senses. You can see, hear, smell, and touch. A child's interaction with nature creates a unique sense of wonder that no other environment can provide. The phenomena they observe in backyards and parks every day makes kids ask questions about the earth and the life that it supports. While screen time is the easier, more popular choice, it is important to set aside time for outdoor play for fun, and for stimulating activities one can do with nature, in nature. Today marks the grandest and the toughest interview of season one. That is because the dude on the other side is always giggling away to glory, and I'm sure he is even right now when I'm speaking this. And I am the one who's panicking about asking the right questions. Also because the guy I'm speaking with today has a great sense of humor and presence of mind that can make me feel really old. Damn, did I just say that on my own podcast show? <laughs> well, this is what Vedant does to me. So today, I am with Vedant. Hey Vedant, welcome. I am super happy. Hello, everyone. <laughs> hey, uh, I, am, I am happier is all I can say. Well, allow me to introduce to you all the youngest member of the Uttarakhand Cyclists Group. The group has been riding through the hills for over eight years now, and Vedant, their youngest member, joined them eight months back. Vedant's longest ride so far is 18 kilometers. He cycles in the hills of Almora, starts from Lakshmeshwar, moves to Karbala, and then completes the circle. 
during his ride of steep inclines at a point in the journey, within about one and a half kilometer, one reaches as high as 130 feet, and Vedant has been cycling there with all the grit and confidence. This 10-year-old cyclist lives in Almora, Uttarakhand. He's an, he is a Mexican citizen born to Indian parents, so a Pahari father and a Punjabi mother. He was one and a half years old when they all moved to India, uh, to Almora from Mexico. I'm very proud to interview today our youngest guest, Vedant. So let me tell you some more reasons. Vedant, you have to hold on till I get you to speak because your introduction is so interesting. It's gone really, really long. So let me tell all you listeners some more reasons why Vedant is on the show today. So Vedant is one with nature. He loves to take long hikes and treks with his parents into the wild. He admires blue skies and, and shows keen interest in stars moon gazing. With his due permission, I may even call him a true nerd when it comes to automobiles, especially cars. And I know he's raised an eyebrow just now. The details with which he identifies any vehicle is remarkable given his age. He is a bright student. However, his heart and true passion is in riding a mountain bike. He can surpass the stamina of any adult and go on treacherous tracks in the hills for as long as 18 kilometers without any complaints. I've met Vedant personally and spent time with him and I can say that this sharp boy's never to die spirit is an inspiration for many. I know now the show is going to slip out of my hands because when Vedant starts talking, nobody's going to listen to me and I'm ready to pass the baton on now to Vedant. So, hey Vedant, I've spoken hey. <laughs> and now it's time for you. Please tell our listeners about yourself, Vedant. What is Vedant like? What are the things he loves to do? I'm, I really love cycling. That's my main thing. And there are other things you like to do? And like, you know, I do outside adventures, sleepovers, you know, trekking. Super, super. So congratulations, Vedant, on being the youngest member of the Uttarakhand Cyclist Group. Tell me, how did you pick up cycling? My dad used to ride a lot and lot of cycling. Every day when my father used to go, I used to be sad, like, man, when is he going to come back? In one or two hours, it takes forever. So one day I decided, why not get started? Super. So, and then, so initially you, you were very curious. You used to be, you should be, you were very curious to, to know what he does when he goes cycling. Is that what excited you more? I was not really too curious. I was interested. Like I was curious about like how does it feel to be riding uh, some some very tiny uh, you know machine <laughs> <laughs> and on difficult tracks as well. 
Yeah. Okay. So, you know, uh, Vedant, people find it difficult to cycle on the plains. Like, we are those lesser mortals who live in these concrete jungles and you are the blessed one who lives in the hills. So, people find it difficult to cycle even on plains. And here you are exploring the hills. What is the best part about cycling in the hills, Vedant? That the fact that it you go up hills down hills it's like a up and down like you're you're exploring a deep jungle even if you're in the city a city is like a half city half jungle just about heaven. So you know, Vedant. Once I was uh, interviewing a, a young girl, uh, of course, much older than you. You're ten. She's, I think, eighteen. So when I was interviewing her, I I asked her, "What is it that you like?" When you, she said, "I love to go on a drive." And I asked her, "What do you like the most about the drive?" And she says, "When there's wind falling on my face and we're going, you know, the car is speeding. So do you also experience the wind on your face? And do you like it?" Yes, I love it. <laughs> okay. So, you know, Vedant, when I was preparing to take your interview, you will not believe I really prepared to take this interview because I was I was really scared. Yeah. Are you smiling? Yeah. Are you smiling right now? <laughs> when I said I'm I'm I'm, I'm scared. <laughs> okay. So, I randomly asked a few children, "Can you cycle for 18 kilometers?" Can you get down to forgive me? Not much kids can manage that. They have to be quite big, maybe like 11 or 12, 13 years old. No, you have to know the answer. So I said, hey, uh, can you guys cycle for 18 kilometers? So the first answer was, lol. No. Haha. <laughs> oh, auntie, are you kidding? And then, you know, they were like, 18? Did you say the number 18? So, you know, it was a big no way down. They were like, are you kidding me? I can't cycle for 18 kilometers. Maybe adults can. Maybe somebody else can. Somebody took the name of, 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 of somebody they know and they said, yeah, I know that guy and he cycles for 18 kilometers. But they said that, oh, it's unimaginable, Vedant. It was unimaginable for them to say that they cannot, I mean, they thought they cannot cycle for 18 kilometers. And here you are. And you're doing it. So how did you reach the number 18? And tell me about the journey. Tell me how do you keep yourself fit and how do you increase your stamina so you can cycle more and more every time. Tell me more about this. So I really, so this was a long trip. So we start from our home. Then we go to, then we keep taking breaks so I can, so you know, if I get too tired, I just stop, but I will never give up. And how do you increase your stamina? By eating correct foods like, you know, carbohydrates, water, protein. Oh, my God. So you cooking, uh -huh. Running. Like these like activities and good eating increases your stamina. So when you started to cycle with Aunt, uh, so obviously you did not cycle 18 kilometers on your first ride, right? When you started, you were you were to have cycled for less kilometers. So how did it increase every time? Well, because I actually had more because the more the more I cycle, the more I had faith in me. 
so I could I say like yes I can do it more. So isn't it difficult to to ride in the hills? Actually, kind of is at actually up to your stamina. Not that look, it's, it's up here it's a bit difficult. Down here as as easy as cutting a slice of cake. <laughs> cutting a slice of cake, eighteen kilometers. You gotta be kidding me. Okay, now you know. So tell me that. So tell me something like this. Share your experience with us. Let's say, uh, think. Okay, think when you were doing your first. second third ride you know and of course you're very excited because you're going with your dad and there are other guys and you're going with the group and you're cycling so there's a lot of excitement but you can't do 18 kilometers you know initially you gradually do 18 kilometers so what happens every time you told yourself okay i've done and i want to do more or did you see other cyclists do better than you how what happened tell me about that Every time I just want to do longer, 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 longer trips. I had like I can slice my father. <laughs> so there were other cyclists with you, right? You go as a group, or you only go with your father? Just, just me and my father. Not so. I might have once went with a group okay. with my my best friend cyclist. Okay. Okay, okay. So, so what is the best thing? So you live in the hills, you cycle in the hills. So, what is the best thing about living in the hills? You don't have to see a just concrete jungle. You see the actual natural thing. It's peace and silent. It has blue skies. The the sun actually looks like a proper sun. Proper fresh air. and more places to explore so i i have seen that that you and your mom and your dad you guys uh, very frequently uh, go for treks and things like that and i understand vedant that uh, your parents took you to a village where there was no electricity right and uh, uh, so you actually spent a night there and i believe you not gone there once you've gone there twice or so so tell me about it tell me what was your experience when you went to went to a place oops there's no electricity here so tell me about what you what was that experience like what did you like most about that experience so that it's very silent not no car runs just like once in a mill once in every maybe day we have maybe a few cars accident and like cooking on our own by fire no electricity not e- not even a charging point we had to use our car as a charger okay so so when you saw up so have you, did you see any place like this before had you seen any place like this before a place without electricity um maybe once somewhere Okay, so when you went there and you saw that there's nothing here, so what did you have any thoughts about uh, how do people live without electricity? Because you went there to visit, but there are lots of people who actually live there and they don't have electricity. So what were your thoughts at that time? Ah, uh, that uh, you know, I was a little scared. But fun fact, that place hasn't had electricity for seven years. So, also, what did you think about those people who live in those kind of environments? Well, 
actually that was like one of the only buildings having no electricity in the village okay okay so did that tell you so when you so what i'm trying to ask is let us say you were in that environment where there's no electricity so does that teach you any lessons does that tell you anything about how difficult it is it is it is it is possible to to live without the things you use every day mhm mm okay okay so uh when you were there in the night and you you did a you did a night stay there so did you go did you look up in the sky since you like to look at the moon and the stars so did you do any stargazing did you see any constellations it was such a bright moon over there god okay and did you see do you do you get to see constellations there in almora do you get to see many of them yeah they are in almora i have seen one which one have you seen um <laughs> okay no worries i'm not taking a test here or no science test about the name the constellation <laughs> okay so living in the hills cycling in the hills spending time with nature is there anything you miss about the city i mean if you do i mean the heat and all did you miss anything about the city here uh my friends over there great malls great places to you know hang out great place places for kids okay so given a choice would you like to if you if you were to say if somebody was to tell you okay wait down choose huh do you want to live for the rest of your life in a city or do you want to live the rest of your life in hills what would you say 101% hills <laughs> why it's much more much more nature because who wants to see just every day concrete cities <laughs> you don't want to, you don't want to see, see see concrete cities every day never <laughs> okay okay super now tell me uh do you have a mentor is there someone you look up to cycling my father is my mentor because he start he because because of him that started me of learning cycling hmm so tell me about your father's cycling style that you look at and you observe and you're you know you're you want to be like him so what is it about his cycling and his style that makes you you know admire him uh like doing like races and some stunts learning and also learning how to use a gear cycle oh man you use a geared cycle okay of course you have to have that when you're riding up hill okay so so vedant you know it's very difficult to relate to someone like you uh, so when you let's say you have a free day okay vedant you have a free day and you're going on a trek and uh, you you're this greenery all around and it's nice hills and green what is it that you like to do when you're out on a trek what what kind of fun do you like to do enjoying nature getting away from screens <laughs> so tell me enjoying nature what do you mean by that 
like you know seeing flowers some things that we can't see in uh, we can't see in cities <laughs> and also beautiful birds oh so you see beautiful birds you see flowers and that that's how you enjoy your trek yep. uh, so uh, tell me that have you thought about uh, those many things that you want to do when you grow up um well i i have like either to become a chef which my mother does or either become a school owner like my father okay these are the two choices you want to either be a chef like your mom or you want to be a school owner like your father oh my god school owner straight like like that can i get admission vedant if i want to study up one more time in your school i mean yes you can i mean i don't want to study again sorry wrong wrong question <laughs> okay so vedant now um Oh, has cycling taught you anything have you learned anything by when you learn to cycle are there any like you told me that you know every time you see you cycle you want to cycle some more so are there any good things that you have learned from cycling you know learning my own passion mhm uh, i that also taught me that i could actually grow even faster mhm mhm increase stamina mhm I also be happy because of passion. Okay, so but tell me, what is the catch? Is it okay to cycle one day and not cycle for for weeks together? Is it okay? Will you will your passion be alive? It sure will be alive. It will never leave again. Even if if I'm like a week away and I'm like in the plane for for taking our old house, I can still manage. The passion will never leave me. the passion will not leave you but tell me how important is it to practice well it, it's i really love to practice every day i practice every day i cycle a lot hmm so let's say vedant right now there are many there are going to be many many children who would be listening to your podcast okay so they they will be they will be thinking Okay so what can i learn from vedant's story what can i learn from vedant's life so what can we learn from you vedant especially from you as a cyclist to follow your to follow your dreams and also to know your passion to make you happy yeah and also practice for your passion isn't it every day every day every day every day so vedant you're a great combination of a, of a young boy who loves nature who's a part of nature and 100% wants to 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 live out of nature out of out of hills you're one young boy who although i i'm going to take your test on the on the car thing so i'm believe uh, you're you're a automobile enthusiast and you're like you look at a car and you know everything about it so i promise you one thing once our uh, podcast goes live i'm going to take you to a club that i'm a part of and it's called the heritage motoring club of india and i'm going to take you there i'm going to show you hundreds of vintage cars that you would have never seen in your life that's going to be my gift to you are you open for this yes <laughs> so here is a boy who loves nature who loves 
scars and here is a boy who is a cyclist who's a youngest cyclist who's chosen to be a cyclist and he loves to go uphill go downhill enjoy cycling and practices every day to keep his passion alive i think this is uh, i think what vedant is doing my dear listeners is something that's very difficult for everyone to do it's difficult for an adult to do it's difficult for an adult we all think about these things we think about okay let's cut off let's go near nature let's cut off let's live this life but this 10 year old is actually living this life and i'm so glad that he is uh vedant i have some serious rapid fire questions to throw at you do you think you can handle it easily yes easily yes are you challenging me yes <laughs> okay there it goes then okay vedant i'm going to throw some rapid fire questions to you and you going to answer really fast okay faster than your cycle okay so how many gears are there in your cycle 21 21 you got to be kidding me you got 21 gears in your cycle yep so tell me how What? Tell me how how are how are the twenty one? So where are so there's you, there's some in the front, the back. What? How does it work? Because there are actually seven seven gears in the back and three gears in the forward. So we actually have to multiply, not plus. So multiply will be twenty one. Oh, that way twenty one. Oh, okay. So my next is next rapid fire. Ready again? So if you're riding uphill and there's a vehicle in front of you, who should stop first? I will stop. Uh huh. Why? Because safety comes first. Uh huh. So who's who's in a more difficult situation when driving? Is it uphill? The person who's going uphill is more difficult, or the person who's coming downhill is more difficult? Uphill. Mhm. Mhm. But it has a fun of its own. Mhm. Okay. So tell me, riding uphill or downhill, what works more? downhill <laughs> school or cycling cycling <laughs> okay i hope your teachers are not listening your favorite flower of the many flowers you enjoy in almora i like how many do i like three or what tell me two three i'm okay i will tell three okay what one, one is rose uh huh one is branch you you don't have that there buranch oh, is, is a special is a special flower that you can actually make juice out of oh really okay uh huh but not in almora you can get it you need to go slightly higher uh huh okay and the third flower actually it's just a hindi word we say buranch the real is rhododendron okay oh my god i have never heard about this you're so smart okay and are you going to tell me about the third flower lily because there are lots and lots over here yeah and are they in different colors yes okay white pink aha aha beautiful so what's your favorite food uh burgers you know <laughs> when it comes to favorite food it's the junk it's not the it's not the high protein high carb food then 
<laughs> okay. And uh, what do you want to do better, Vedant? After people listen to this podcast, you will be like, okay, Vedant, you used to ride uh, 18 kilometers. What do you want to do better now? To improve, improve and beat that record. Beat your own record of 18 and make that better? Yes. You have to make us a promise that every time you break that record, you're going to reach out to us to Candid Conversations and say, hey, Anshu, broken my record. Time for another interview. Does that work well? We will send you a video when I break the record. You bet you better send me that one. Now I'm going to put that up on my show. <laughs> okay, wait. Okay. Yes, sorry, say that again. Awesome. Awesome. Awesome as well. So, everybody, all those who are listening to us, today was the candidest conversation that I could have ever had. Uh, this is a young boy, and I'm sure you can capture many things in this simple conversation. The fact that how rejuvenating and how happy it is for a child to, to just be a part of nature, enjoy little things. I must also uh, step forward and appreciate the parents who've taken the responsibility of keeping their child close to nature, giving him a great mix of, uh, of a car, of, of the world of cars, of the world of, of uh, automobiles, of gadgets, yet keeping him grounded to nature. There is a need for sure today for us, all of us as parents, to perhaps stop and, and, and look at the outdoor exposure that our children are getting. How much uh, how, do they have a passion or not? Do they enjoy cycling? Do they enjoy a sport or not? And do they stay at it every day? Do they practice that sport every day? So uh, I hope uh, Vedant's story, uh, Vedant's little candid story inspires everyone to Stay close to nature, to find your ways to explore different parts of life, which are different from our own luxurious lives. And also, pick up a sport that is outdoors so that you can reconnect with nature. I want to thank you, Vedant, for taking your time out and talking to us for this interview, for this show. Thank you very much. I want to tell you I'm extremely delighted that today I've interviewed the youngest guest on my show. And uh, we will cherish this forever. I want to thank you, Vedant. You are so welcome. Hey, I have a question. Yes. Uh, you know when we will go for the vintage uh, car thing, that amazing idea? Yeah. Where, where will the location be? The location is Gurgaon and in, in, in Delhi. Uh, whenever you're traveling here next, that's my deal. And uh, not and you can I can even take you I, I, take you for two days because there's so many cars you can't possibly finish in a day. So uh, I have a very close friend who has this museum where he has these cars, and I'm going to take you there. And that's a, now that's a live promise. I can't even go back on my word. It's recorded in the interview. So whenever you are here in, in Gurgaon, in Delhi, uh, <clears throat> when you're coming down from the hills to enjoy city life for a little bit, uh, when you come here, this is a promise I'm going to keep. And that's going to be that's going to be my real thank you for coming onto the show.
You're welcome. I'm really excited for that car thing. I am excited to take you there. And I'm really excited to see the expressions on your face. Okay. So tell me, before I go, and since we're already talking about this, and I will also send this podcast to, to the gentleman who owns uh, uh, the, the the car museum, uh, the, the museum of all those vintage cars. Uh, tell me the names of top three, five cars that you really love. So maybe he can show you those as well. So tell me those names. Uh, I have five of them. McLaren P1. Uh-huh. The Connex Z1. Uh-huh. Lamborghini Huracan. Uh-huh. Ford Mustang. Uh-huh. Ferrari La Ferrari. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna pass on these names uh, to the gentleman and uh, I will urge him to listen to these and see how many of these cars can he show you. Okay. Yes, please. I would really want to see all of them actually. I'm gonna take you there. I'm gonna take you there. I promise you that. So thank you, Vedant, and I really, really enjoyed our little conversation. God bless you. Rise and shine, pick up more things that you like to do, and always keep smiling and be the true person that you are. Never change this little beautiful thing about you that connects you with nature. God bless you, Vedant. Thank you. Thank you. Love this. Bye-bye. Thank you. So okay. Bye-bye. Have a great day. <laughs> okay. A great day to you too, everybody. This is Amshu Aurora signing off from our episode with our youngest guest, Vedant Pandey. This is Candid Conversations with Amshu Aurora. Thank you very much. Signing off.